Welcome to the Enya Health Series. Today, we're talking about Enneagram Type 3, the mover and the shaker of the world. Okay, I'm so thrilled to talk about Enneagram Type 3, partially because I live with one. My husband is an Enneagram Type 3, and I also used to think I was an Enneagram Type 3. I've since learned that I'm not, but I do have a unique perspective that I'm so excited to share, especially in what it takes to live healthy. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherm, the place to create a life well-lived. Welcome back to the series. I'm so pumped and honored that you're tuning in to the Enya Health series. Now, whether you've been listening and following along or this is your first time here, I just want to say thank you for tuning in and remind you of why this is so important. Now, I know that there's a wide range of skeptics to Enneagram lovers out there, and I think where we need to land is just understanding that the Enneagram, like other personality typing profiles like Myers-Briggs, is just a great way to understand what makes you work. Like, what is driving you forward? What is motivating you? And also, where are those places and roadblocks that are holding you back? The Enneagram takes it a few steps deeper to understand not only what motivates you and what your driving fears are, but also this deep wound that set you on this path to become this specific Enneagram type. Of course, the goal is to rise above the Enneagram, that you get to the epitome of a healthy place where you're living out of health and not so much in stress. Now, is that fully possible, at least this side of eternity? I don't know, but we should all do our best to strive to get there, to become the healthiest version of ourselves. And that's what this podcast series is supposed to be about, to take this standard box approach of health and to free yourself from that, to see how health works inside of you, to understand that health is not outside of you. It's not something you have to chase down or wait for, but it's how you live that out. And this series teaches you how to live that out based on your specific Enneagram. Now, considering your Enneagram type three, you're a mover and shaker of the world and you have a lot of energy and that's going to be used to your advantage. Now, to go along with today's podcast and all the podcasts, I have linked up for you an amazing download. That's how to be healthy based on your Enneagram type. It is like the ultimate health guide for Enneagrams. And I have one specifically for you. It dives into diet, exercise, relationships, but also it takes a deep dive into healthifying your mind. For Enneagram Type 3s, this is really important. So make sure you get that guide over at thelivingwell.com backslash Enneagram. You can get the guide for Type 3s and all of the other guides and podcasts over there. And while you're there, I would recommend you sign up for my email list to stay up to date with all the latest offerings that we have here at The Living Well plus new articles, and a lot of extra information that comes out inside those weekly emails. You can do that right on the homepage of thelivingwell.com. And also check out all the other amazing things that we have to offer there to meet you right where you are. Now, I do want to remind you that this podcast series, we are sponsoring another company. It's a nonprofit called Compassion International. And this is just a fun way to give back to the world And Compassion's work is to help sponsor children all over the world to be educated and to nourish their bodies so that they can grow into the best version of themselves possible. 
which is exactly what we're trying to do here. And I thought it would just be an amazing way to give back and to help other companies and other kids ultimately to become healthier. And in the process, I think giving makes us all healthier. So we're sponsoring Compassion International, and I would encourage you to go over to Compassion and to sponsor a child. It literally is not that much money at all. And I can tell you, my family has loved sponsoring a child for the last four years. We get to write them letters. They write us letters. We get to check in with how they're doing and what they're getting from the money that we're gifting them. You can find all the information that you need to get started at Compassion using the link thelivingwell.com backslash compassion. But for now, I want to get started learning all about Enneagram Type 3. Like I said, my husband is a Type 3, and I've had some resistance (laughs) in learning about Type 3 because what's fascinating is is that I'm a Type 2 and he's a Type 3. Now, if we look at the Enneagram, then we know that type two is one of the most relational feeling types on the Enneagram. Like type twos feel everything tenfold. On the other extreme, type threes are the most detached from their feelings of any other type on the Enneagram. So you can probably start to see some of our marriage issues has stemmed from this uh, inability to communicate emotions, me being overly emotional to compensate for his lack or his detachment of emotions. And I'm not saying that one way is right or wrong. We're working through this, but it has been fascinating as I've learned about the Enneagram and even looking at him and his health journey to really see how impactful this information can be firsthand. So if you're type three, I hope this resonates with you on some level. Now, remember, we're not all the same in any specific type. I'm much different than other type twos, but we all have similar characteristics. And at some point, I hope that you can relate to one of these components. So a type three, and these are the achiever, the performer, the status keeper. They're in the heart triad. So they're deep feelers, but they're also very detached from their feelings. And instead of feeling that, they often tend to channel their detachment into getting things done. Like they want to achieve and perform and to reach their accomplishments. Like they're great about setting goals and hitting them. Now, type threes tend to be adaptable, they're driven, they're focused, they're efficient, they're charismatic, and they have this impressive ability to put aside their personal feelings, like I said, about a situation and accomplish goals in an efficient and practical manner. Like, type threes are the get it done, the spark plugs of the Enneagram type. And they do this all because they envision making the world a more efficient place. Like they really do want to better the world as any Enneagram type does in their own unique way. But on the flip side, Enneagram twos tend to also be very image conscious and it can be a driving force. And why they set goals and accomplish them is because they feel like the way to get love is through accomplishments. The way to get known and to be seen and recognized is through the ability to perform and to do it to the best of their ability. So as you can imagine, threes tend to have a huge fear of failure and often put on a lot of different masks based on different situations to make people love them. In the world of health, what you need to know about an Enneagram type three is that they are very externally driven. They don't have a lot of internal awareness, and if they do, they don't often listen to it. So what I mean by that is that they want externally for people to view them as put together, as accomplished, as 
on top of their game, right? They want to look their best externally, even if that goes against how they're feeling internally. So type threes actually are one of the most detached emotionally. So type threes, which is pretty cool in the eating world, is that they can detach from emotional eating. Like type threes don't look at food as emotional. They're very detached from what they do. Um, The same can go for exercise. Like they can detach their mind from that and they have this incredible mental strength to have this vision of where they want to get and they will push through immense amount of pain and suffering in order to get themselves there. So in the health world, this can be a huge weakness and a huge strength, right? The strength is that they are driven, they want to look good externally, um, which done in the right way can mean great things for the internal health of our body, right? But they're very physique oriented. On the other hand, though, that they can put off how they actually feel, like all their self-awareness cues, all these um, symptoms that are happening, and effort to just accomplish something else. So they can push through pain when they're working out. Uh, They don't tend to care about uh, blood markers or statistics that are happening inside the body. And therefore, they really do tend to be the people who build and build and build and build and build, even though they look really great on the outside, or they often do. They can build all this tension and unrest and stress inside their body, and it can turn out to be really, really damaging. So let's get back to some strengths to keep this positive, right? Type threes are great at framing and visualizing things. So if we can transition their view of health in the right direction, threes are really great about achieving that. Too often, though, threes have a bad vision of what true health looks like, and they're trying to reach something that's unrealistic or even unhealthy. But they're great at framing visualization. They're great at mission statements, so knowing why they do certain things. They're great at taking action. They're highly active. They have a strong ability to resist temptation. They're very highly disciplined. They focus on goals and recognition. They want to win and they work hard, like harder than most. Like if you're going to go the extra mile, it's going to be a type three. Now on the flip side to that, their weaknesses are they tend to measure themselves only by the achievements they possess and they will beat their bodies into submission in order to achieve what they want to achieve. Obviously, you can see the weakness there because we can never beat our body into submission. So they very much have this challenge going on based on their mindset and this need to achieve versus their body and how it's actually feeling. So my goal with this is that we could combine those for type threes and get them, get you to create the mindset of achieving to work with your body. Like your greatest achievement is going to know your body and to love and respect your body enough to work with it. And therefore you'll have the ability to accomplish so much more. Other weaknesses is that you tend to be highly focused on image, um, specifically body image and how you look, which can lead to quick diets, cleanses, just enormous amount of uh, eating disorders, over-exercising. This can all come and is common with type 3s. You tend to be hard on yourself. Um, You fail to listen to your body. You have a superficial emotional life. You can push aside relationships and other aspects of health in order to reach goals. And um, while one strength is, is you tend to be highly focused, if you put all your focus onto one thing, 
it can actually lead to doom and all the other things in your life. You tend to neglect your inner child, neglect your emotions, and become what others expect of you or what you perceive others to expect of you. Now, I don't want that to sound like too downer because threes tend to already be hard on themselves, especially if they're not meeting goals. So I want to help you not to take away this idea of meeting and reaching goals, but to use it in the right mindset. So we're going to try to reframe your mind and your view of health in this podcast to make it one of true health, realistic health, something that you can achieve, and not just health in the diet and exercise world, because threes, you of all Enneagram types, tend to look at health as simply how much you can exercise and how well you can eat. Like you want to do it to the best of your ability, that you don't leave a lot of room to actually live life. We're going to talk about that as we create a new health vision for you in this podcast. So as I mentioned, threes, you tend to be one of the most unemotional and practical about food, which can be really, really, really useful in the health world. But on the other hand, your strong desire to control your physique can create this repulsion to food if it's contrary to you looking a certain way. Like you will do the diets, you will do all the things, the keto, all the things in order to look a certain way. And you will get extremely frustrated in that if it doesn't happen the way that you want, or you don't feel like you're achieving the things that you want. And it will come back on you as a failure. And it will create this this sort of masking that you have where you just continuously mask yourself and someone else because it's scary to uncover the true emotions and where that drive is stemming from. Like threes are fixated on body image and this creates a bad view of what overall health is. So while you naturally bend towards wanting to do things the best way and you have this view of of eating and of health as being just simply related to how you look, this can be really, really hard because it's not realistic and it's not sustainable. So in a model world, right, like where this goes perfectly, you're able to eat only pure, whole, and nutritious foods all of the time without being stressed out about it or sacrificing your social life. But that's not what eating well means. Like you're very, I don't want to say all or nothing, but you're very disciplined um, and to the point that eating well and the scope of what the world tells you looks like well can be extremely frustrating. Again, adding more mask to losing yourself in that. So how do we redefine what the best way to eat well means? To me, I think that a three has to look at eating well as a life where you keep nutrient-dense foods and whole foods on hand so that you can provide the nutrients to achieve what you want to achieve, like keep your your body high-functioning, but you also have to add in the part of life where food is not just for energy and nourishment, but it's also for enjoyment. A life where there's enough grace to balance to give your body a green smoothie and perhaps even a bite of cookie dough in the same day. Where you eat protein because it sustains you, fruit because you enjoy it, and tea because it gives you energy. Like you eat because it gives you what you need, not to make you look a certain way. And that's one big point that threes I want you to take away from this. Like you eat because it gives you what you need, because it makes you feel good internally, not to make you look a certain way. To look at food from a place of nourishment rather than what it can do for your life, rather than how other people will view you. So really threes, what we need to do is I want you to get outside of all these 
pressure and this weight and the perceptions of other people. And I want you to come back to a place of just who you are. And I think the best way and maybe the only way for threes to do this is to create space in their life to just be without anyone else, like to be in stillness and aloneness and to to seek time to just redefine who they are. And this is really, really, really hard for threes. And I say this as we've been talking about health and even exercise. But I think the reality with threes is that you can so easily detach, right? You have all of these feelings. You're in the heart triad. You feel all the feels, but you suppress them and you just continuously build this tension looking for outside approval. But what you really need is to come to a place where you find out who you are So you no longer have to work at doing, but you can just be content being. And that's a powerful statement, right? Like that you can separate yourself from just doing things all the time to feel loved and you can just simply be loved because of who you are. It sounds like a big feat for threes, but this is really the place where three gets healthy. And when I bring up all of my health suggestions, it's going to go back to this. Because threes, you have so much going for you. You're disciplined. Um, you're, you, you'd have an, you have a detachment from the emotions of food. You want to do well. You want to look better. You want to live in health. Like you have a very great view, if used in health, of what that means. We just have to rebalance your focus. And this focus thing with threes is a big deal. Because here's what happens with unhealthy threes is that unhealthy threes tend to start putting all their eggs in one basket. Like as a three in health, they have a lot of different aspects of life, right? Whether their faith and their family and their work and their their health um, and their personal life and their friends and their finances. Like there's a lot of spokes of health, right? You've heard people talk about that, the spokes of health. And threes, if left in balance, do a phenomenal job achieving at all of them. That's why threes tend to be, honestly, the most sought after human being. Like people are the most jealous of Enneagram type threes because you look like you've got it all together and you can achieve well. Like you can get it done faster than most people can and you do it well and you make it look good. So I think you got to give yourself some credit. And when you balance yourself out to look at all aspects of life, and you put energy and effort into each one, maybe equally, some more than others, right? I think that's where you start to see a three live in true health. The problem, like I said, with threes is this idea of focus. And threes tend to get tunnel vision and start to focus only on one or two things, right? They start to put all their eggs in one basket. And this is where we start to see problems creep in for threes. Threes often tend to put all their eggs in the work basket, Like if we were going to name a workaholic type, it would be Enneagram types threes. They can push off relationships, whether in their faith or their marriage or their kids, all in hopes that in achieving something, they can gain the respect of someone else. And I see that aspect and I don't want to diminish that need for respect and love. But what I do want you to understand is that if you've put all of the eggs in one basket, you've essentially let everything else go. And this is really hard for a three because you put all your energy in one basket, but you don't necessarily want to let everything else go, but you see it letting go and you don't know how to get it back. 
And so you work harder at the one thing, hoping that will bring you back into balance, but it won't. So sometimes you got to step back from that one thing you put all your eggs in and you have to start redistributing that. You have to slowly get back to working out. You have to slowly getting back to eating well and doing it with the right mindset, doing it from a place of I'm just going to be true to who I am, not to impress someone else. And I think there are great ways to take what you like this achiever in you and make it healthy outside of impressing someone else. And I think that's probably the biggest point with a three is that you have to stop working for love. You have to stop looking to impress and instead use your desire to achieve, to help other people, to be true to who you are and what you really believe in. And that's what I hope threes know. So threes, in general, you need to start redistributing your eggs. And if you don't, This leads to an immense amount of tension. Like threes tend to start storing all of their tension around their chest cavity and it can cause heart problems, heart attacks. Like this stuff has been studied and it's phenomenal that type threes tend to have, uh, tend to contain the most heart attacks at an early age, um, which is startling. But again, you can start to see how they just suppress and suppress and suppress and push down and push down and the tension just builds and builds and builds and builds. Like we can never suppress our problems because they'll always follow us around. We have to learn to let them out. And there are lots of ways to do that. And we're going to talk about that. And one of the ways is just simply for threes to practice self-care. Threes, I'm sorry to say it, but you're self-care challenged like you are. So it's time to be gentle with yourself, to listen to your needs and engage in self-care activities that will sustain you and heal you physically and mentally. Not to reach a goal, I think that you can have different aspects of your life where you are reaching a goal or where you are trying to achieve something because that's how you're naturally driven, but you need to balance that out with space to just be, to heal and to sustain alone. And this time should look like processing through the stress that has pressured you into this spiral that's kind of caused you to get out of control or out of balance. And start to ask yourself, like, what is it that's really stressing me out? And on the other hand, what can I do to fix this? And all while you ask that question, I don't think you need to just rush to fix it. But I think in the midst of that, you have to learn to slow down enough to care for your body. Like care for in a way that you care without an agenda of what the workout looked like, of how hard it was, or what you accomplished without asking your body to look better or for approval from someone else. Like you simply have to take the time to connect and pay attention. Like you can take time to nourish yourself. And this is the most important thing for a three to regain balance in their life is to nourish themselves. And it might not look like it's going to achieve anything in this instant gratification world that we live in. Like threes, you are up against a lot because you are the epitome of what the world looks for as the dream life, right? You have the accomplishments, you have the physique, you tend to have all the things because you've accomplished all the things, right? Like you're like trying to swim up a current on a fast moving river. Like I see that and I get that. So I think you daily have to have grace enough to rest and just be you. Like focus on being rather than doing because you'll naturally do all the things but if you don't focus on just being first you're never going to heal the way that you need to heal 
So how can we do this? So here are some practical tips that I can give you to help you on this journey. So when it comes to exercise, I think it's important that you can compete and you can sign up for races, but I think that they have to be private. They have to be done for you, right? So you tend to be the people who like to sign up for triathlons or or road races or, or some place that you can compete. You're naturally competitive, which is great. And I think it's important for a three to stay active. And that activity can help balance you out throughout the day. Like it sounds counterintuitive to say like you're going to have more energy when you burn more energy, but it's so true. Like the more uh, a three can stay active, especially first thing in the morning, the more likely you are to put an emphasis or rebalance your life, like to put more focus in your relationships and your faith and the other extracurricular activities in your life. So stay active. You can sign up for a competition, but again, it's not to impress other people. When it comes to eating, you have to start really paying attention to feeling good, not just getting the job done, but what foods make me feel good. And this is just an awareness key. And I think the way to do this is that threes, you need to focus on sitting down to eat your meals without distraction. And I know this is hard because you're going to want to eat while you work or eat while you read or eat on the go because that's how you're designed to go, 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 go. Like you're the spark plug of the Enneagram types. But it's important to just at least start with one meal a day where you just sit down and you take a few minutes and you start questioning, how does this make me feel? Like you have to challenge yourself and to be conscious enough about being aware of what your body's telling you because naturally you just won't pick up on that. Like you can detach yourself to those feelings. You can suppress them to the point where you can get yourself really sick and really unhealthy. So you constantly need to start being aware. And I think, like I said, one way to do that is just to sit down and eat without distraction. Also, I think that there needs to be periods of your life where you just enjoy food for being food, that you're not always so practical about it and that you can eat because you enjoy it. You can eat because it's relational and social, but you can also show yourself that you can eat to nourish. And creating this balance only comes through the awareness. So starting to develop that awareness will help you enjoy the eating experience more. Also, make sure your goals align. Like, make sure that your focus isn't just on work, but maybe start to put some more emphasis back into the other categories of your life. Because even if you start to redistribute into the faith category or into your marriage or into a relationship with your friend or even a hobby, what that can do for you is help redistribute all the eggs out and refocus. Like I said, you don't have to focus on all the areas, but you tend to live in the snowball effect where if you start doing one thing and enjoying it, it makes you feel better. You want more and more and more of that. So again, refocus yourself and pick one thing that you've let go of, that you've lost focus of, and get back to working on that. And also work out alone. Like when it comes to exercise, I think it's great for Enneagram type threes to work out alone and to do things alone at least once or twice a day, whether it's eating a meal alone or um, like I said, working out alone can be really huge for an Enneagram type three because that, that takes away this need to compete with other people. And you might think, well, I don't get as good of a workout or I'm not getting as strong. That's fine for right now, but as you're learning to refocus and unmask yourself from the mask that you've created, 
I think it's important that you you take this space to find yourself and listen to your boundaries and what your body's saying and learn from that. And as you get healthier, I think that healthy competition can be such a great thing that a three can utilize for health. Now for lifestyle, three is like a variety. You get bored easily, you're movers and shakers, you like to start up like you're a great self-starter. So don't get stuck doing the same things repetitively, but try new things, whether it's in your diet or your exercise program or in your life. Maybe if you put too much focus in work, take an adventure, like plan a vacation and commit to going without your work. Um, But like create spontaneity in your life because you tend to be so focused on your goals that you can lose sight of living. Like you're very much in the mindset of I'll do X, Y, and Z when I reach A, B, and C. So we have to stop waiting to live and start living in the moment. So in order to do this, I think that you have to take space for yourself. When we talked about self-care, you have to be willing to slow down, to do something for yourself, to be alone. And this is incredibly hard for a three, I think, is just to create space in your day because for you, there's always work to be done. There's always goals to be achieved. And creating space doesn't seem like it's going to help you. But I think that there really is this idea to less is more and that in doing less, sometimes you can accomplish more. And it all comes back to filling yourself rather than just constantly trying to fix your life or to accomplish things to get approval. And when you start to fill yourself, you not only start to create more energy and space, but you also can release the mask that that wastes so much energy in your life. So you have to find space in your everyday life, whether it's journaling, whether it's exercising alone, whether it's taking a hot bath at the end of the night or going walks by yourself. Every single day, you do need to include something that is just with you, yourself, and I. No phones, no TV, no self-help books, but just space to be. Also, other lifestyle things is that threes, you tend to be the most detached from your emotions, but you also are highly emotional. So it's not like you're just letting these emotions go, like you're not even feeling them. You are feeling them and you are hoarding them. And even though you might not want to admit it, they're there and you're so easily suppressed, even your inner child and things that have happened in the past, that eventually they all catch up with you and they can make you sick. They can make you lose yourself. They can make you kind of fall into a midlife crisis. Threes, you've got to deal with these emotions. And I think that you have to find a safe place to help have someone help you dig them up. Like I would like to tell you that friendships and relationships can do this, but I really think on some level, threes should be seeking some kind of professional therapy because I think it's the the safest place for a three to open up when you have a fear of what other people are going to think of you. But I also feel like for a three, you don't even know that you've suppressed all these emotions. And so you need to have someone help you dig them up. Like you're so detached from your emotions, you don't even know that you have the emotions, but they're there. They are. And so you have to Go to someone who can help you uncover those and really start to let them go. And really, that's the only way you're going to let the mask off and let yourself be true to you. And the only way you're going to be really healthy in all areas of life and really achieve the purpose that you've set out to be, that you've been purposed to have, is to be true to yourself. Like I think threes are constantly fighting the unmasking that their body wants to go through 
while trying to constantly put the mask on to be who they think that they need to be. Like your body and your mind are in constant argument. Like it's a constant war. And you have to come back to a place of together. And I really do think threes need to, to do the work. And some of you are like, no, like I can't. But there is real power there. And, and I don't say that lightly. Also, a few other things I know I'm getting long here is, but review your goals. Like make sure your goals and what you've set really align with what you believe personally. Are these things you actually want to do? Are these things that you think you need to do because other people told you you need to do them? They're two distinct things and one will lead to absolute devastation when you reach them. Or on the other hand, it can be lead to some of the most fulfilling moments of your life and they're actually from you. So I think you have to constantly reevaluate, why am I doing this action? Is this for me and for what I really believe and I love? Or is this because I want to impress or make other people feel a certain way about me? You constantly have to challenge your thoughts. And again, you're so detached that this isn't something that you want to do because it's just natural to please other people. But you have to just live in that awareness. And over time, you'll be more sensitive to it. Like you retrain your brain literally to be more aware of that. It takes time. Like you're not going to feel a difference right away. But the action in time will create that feeling. And I think the last thing that I want to say is like you have to decide for yourself what is important. And threes, you've tend to let other people decide this for you. Uh, often threes become threes because of of some feeling when they were younger that they they were only loved by what they did. Um, and we all have something in our childhood that that is that, and and that's sad and alarming to a lot of people. But it's just the perception of how you how you felt loved as a child, a perception. And everyone's going to perceive things in different ways, right? But at some point, you have to start to understand, okay, this is what I am acting on that that seems important, right? Like this is what I've created as important, but it's not really what I think is important. Like threes, you have to tap back into your values. And in, if you want help doing this, I'm gonna attach another download and your episode to help you understand your values. But you have to go back to your values and understand, okay, this seemed important because this is what I was taught was important, but that's not important to me. What is important to me is X, Y, and Z. Like get back to who you are and put more focus and more of your goals and more of your energy into those. Because like I said, it will help all areas of your life to feel more balanced and that you can feel more loved, not for what you've done or what you've accomplished, but by simply being you. So threes, I want you to know that you are not loved because of what you do, but who you are, like just you as you are. And don't ever forget that. Okay, threes, that was a lot. I know I'm going to cut myself off, but I'm getting more and more passionate about what the Enneagram can uncover and hopefully help you to recognize, okay, this is why I don't feel fulfilled. This is why I don't feel healthy and the stress is mounting, and I feel so uneasy. And here are some practical ways that I can actually create more balance and wholeness in my life. So like I said, I know it's a lot, but if you want the download, that's going to explain everything. And the blog post where I just go more in depth into the practical steps that you can take, head on over to the show notes. In the next episode, 
I interview a real life Enneagram 3. It's not my husband. Um, it's someone else. So you can get a better perspective of what the Enneagram type 3 looks like, some challenges, hurdles, but also how she has learned to use her Enneagram type and come to a place of health within that. So we're going to dive all into that. You're going to want to stay tuned for the real life perspective of what I've talked about here in the next episode. Also, don't forget, if you haven't listened to the other episodes in the series, head on over to episode number 180 and start there. And one last thing, if you're loving the Anya Health series, I would appreciate it if you would share this with other people. Literally, you guys have given me so much feedback on this series, and I'm so ecstatic that you are loving it as much as I am. But in order to help other people find it who wouldn't otherwise hear about it, make sure you take a screenshot of the episode Leave it on social media, write a comment about it, share it with your friends and family, or just head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. You can find this in 2.2 seconds if you just go to simplerswellness.com backslash review and drop a rating and review. You only have to do it once. It means the world to me. Take you less than two minutes and I read every single review. But what this does is it helps show iTunes that other people are loving this podcast and therefore it shows it to more and more people. Like my whole mission is that we can make health not just something that we do, but who we are. And I hope to share that with as many people as I can. So thank you so much for supporting this podcast, tuning in, and don't forget to come back in the next episode as I interview an Enneagram type three.